Okay, I am solo today, no guests. My light is still not properly placed in the background. I don't have a backdrop. I don't think I'm ever gonna get one. I think you're gonna see a white wall behind me. Screw it. I don't need a backdrop, right? Uh, this is Mike Farrell from MikeFarrellSports.com. Um, so this is my podcast for the week and I'd like to talk about Arch Manning. Uh, I'd like to start with Arch Manning and then I'll segue into some other interesting stuff, but that's who everybody's asking me about. Um, I also think that the Notre Dame quarterback situation is one with CJ Carr set to commit tonight. That's one to talk about as well. Um, and I don't know what else I'll talk about. I usually just get on here and riff. Um, it'd be cool to have a live audience for questions. And I know I can do that on Instagram live, um, and YouTube, but I don't have any followers on YouTube, but this is my, um, podcast for the believe, uh, podcast network. I love them. They love me. Um, and rogueshop.com. So I want you to go there, please, for me. Rogueshop.com is my sponsor. Uh, use code Godfather10 for discounts. This is for CBD, THC, uh, sleeping problems, anxiety problems, aches and pains. I have all of those. Uh, and I've tried this stuff and it's excellent. Really sort of chills you out. And, you know, sometimes before bed, it'll knock you out. Sometimes during the day, it'll give you that little even whatever you're looking for there. So please go to rogueshop.com. Uh, they are uh, a love of mine. VTO Sports, too. I'm, I'm excited to announce that I uh, you know, just sort of struck a, a promotion deal with VTO Sports. Go to them, vtosports.com. They've got a big camp coming up in July that we're going to start promoting. But also next season's camp schedule, I'll probably be involved with those guys, Vince, uh, Jacob Sr., Vince Jr., guys I've known forever. When when I was with Rivals and, and you know, the camp situation was as such, you know, Nike started charging for access, um, you know, and everybody wanted to make money off of Yahoo to try to, you know, cover their camps and stuff like this. It was, it was just like everybody had their hand out. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just start our own camps. Forget it. I'll just do what they do. And we did uh, with VTO and it turned into the rivals camp series. It turned into the five-star challenge. It turned into all that stuff. Now, you know, all of that's not the same as it was before, but at the highlight of it all, you know, it was me, uh, VTO, Vince is the V in there. Um, you know, our first one was in Atlanta with, I don't know, I'm trying to think of names of guys, first rounders. I mean, they're not NFL superstars, but you know, the OJ Howards of the world, the Jalen Smiths of the world. He was a second rounder. Um, Laquan Treadwell, uh, Eli Apple, who else was there? I don't know. There were, there were just so many talented and I'm missing some of the big ones too, which is crazy. You know, uh, but there were there were a ton of kids. I should look back on that and do a review of it because it was fun. And then we moved to NFL stadiums and this was all VTO. It was all my friends at VTO. So go to VTOsports.com as well. Um, check them out. If you're, uh, you know, a highly talented player uh, and, and you're in that region, uh, North Carolina region, you're going to want to attend this camp in July. So you could DM me about it as well. But let's get to Arch. OK, enough of the commercials. Here's my latest intel. Talk to some people. You know, obviously the Georgia visit went very well, as expected. The, the roadmap was laid out for success. But I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna jump in here with a couple problems for Georgia. Ready? 
First is quarterback development. They haven't really done a great job of that. Obviously, the Jake Fromm versus Justin Fields thing, uh, I think, is being used against them, or at least is a question mark in the Manning's mind as to how could you have those two human beings together and choose that one, Jake Fromm, and, and not Justin Fields, who ended up going on to obviously be great at Ohio State, be a first-rounder, blah, blah, blah. That's a question that Kirby had to answer. I'm not sure what his answer was, but it's a question. Uh, Todd Monken is the offensive coordinator. I'm sure there were some questions asked to Todd Monken about how long are you going to be there. He's, he's a hot name, um, and he's a guy who he doesn't jump around a ton, but he was a former head coach, um, you know, group of five level. Uh, he's a former NFL coordinator. Um, now he's at the offensive coordinator level at Georgia. So the next step for him, if they have a successful year, could be uh, into the, you know, group of five head coaching circles again, power five head coaching back to the NFL. So questions about his stability there too. Beyond that, Athens is a great city. Uh, you know, he, he bonded with the people he met. He likes the roadmap for success. This came to me today, and I'm not sure if it's true, but he's not opposed to redshirting. Now, this sort of flies in the face of everything that I've been told over the last couple of years about Arch, that he wanted to play early. I still think he wants to play early, but the opportunity uh, or, or, or openness to redshirt really plays well for Georgia, I believe, uh, honestly, and, and for Alabama, but I don't think he's going there. Uh, and for Texas, all three of them. But if you look at the quarterback situation, Stetson Bennett's going to be gone. Brock Vandergriff is there. Gunnar Stockton's there. Carson Beck's there. I think Arch is better than Carson Beck. Vandergriff hasn't developed as well as I expected him to. Otherwise, he'd have beaten on a walk-on in Stetson Bennett. You know, and Stockton's new. He's a freshman. So, you know. I don't think there's as much of a threat to early playing time at Georgia, but let's just say that he had to sit a year. Uh, I've been told that he might do that. Interesting. He's going to Alabama this weekend. Alabama's got Bryce Young leaving. Jalen Milrow is, is there. He's excellent. Ty Simpson. They took Eli Holstein in this class. Again, if he's open to red shirt, Alabama's opportunity for playing time sort of becomes a little bit different. And then Texas with Quinn Ewers having another year, uh, after this upcoming season. Again, that's another situation. So what I've gleaned today from talking to people, multiple people today, is Texas is in the driver's seat here. Um, Georgia is coming off a great visit. Uh, he feels comfortable with everything he learned there. But Texas has the last visit, and that's extremely important. And not last, last visit. This could go on until the season this could go on until after the season he is eligible i believe for early enrollment um so I, I could see him committing or waiting until december rather than february but he could take this further and it, you know honestly i wouldn't blame him i'll get into where i think he should go in a couple seconds but um but my biggest issue with texas is i mean he loves sark he loves sark right has a great relationship with sark loves austin uh, <clears throat> loves the opportunity in texas his dad cooper does business, the heck's that noise? Does business there. <laughs> My dog's playing with his toy. Rocco, come on, buddy. What are you doing? There you are. Um, Cooper does business in Texas. Uh, not that that matters, uh, but money's not a factor here for the family. Hi, buddy. Um, but 
the biggest issue is winning with Texas. So can I see Arch Manning committing to Texas in June and then having Sark on the hot seat midway through the season? Mm, I don't know. <clears throat> Ole Miss is out of play here. Uh, and it was reaffirmed to me today that it's sort of a Lane Kiffin issue. Not only Lane Kiffin leaving Tennessee the way he left Tennessee and sort of, you know, butting heads with Peyton in that way, but also is Lane Kiffin going to stay at Old Miss? You know, will he be the head coach? Sark will be there if he's not fired. Saban will be there for as long as he wants, and Kirby will be there as long as he wants. But Sabe, uh, Kiffin could jump around. He could jump to the NFL. He could jump to a different job. He was rumored to be involved with a couple of job openings last year. Um, so that's the issue. I was also told that Alabama is some place he would never really play. Um, even though he's going to visit this weekend and they're one of his three finalists, they would have to play Old Miss every season. And this is an Old Miss family. So it's kind of weird. On the one hand, he's not going to Old Miss because of, you know, this, that, and the other with Kiffin. But on the other hand, uh, I talked to a source today who mentioned the scheduling over and over again about how Alabama is going to play Ole Miss, you know, all three years that, that Arch would be there, you know, or four years that Arch would be there. And, and Georgia, he may never play. Uh, and Texas, he would probably never play. Now, again, the SEC is taking in Texas. We don't know what the pods are going to be like. We don't know the time frame and all that stuff. So that's all new uh, and to, to be determined. But really, that did come up. And it was surprising to me that, you know, playing against Ole Miss would be a factor here whatsoever. But the Mannings are different people. Um, and again, you've got the patriarch in, in Archie, who's an Ole Miss guy. You got Eli Cooper, went to Ole Miss, uh, you know, had to medically retire. There's my dog because um, of spinal stenosis. But I mean, they're, they're an old Miss kind of family. The other thing that kind of hurts Georgia is Matt Luke leaving. Um, you know, Matt Luke and Cooper were very good friends from what I was told. So, uh, you know, that might not help. Georgia's case. So, so a couple of days ago, I said, <clears throat> Georgia leads. I do think they do lead. I think if let's say official visits are canceled and they're, you know, somehow Alabama and Texas are blocked off from the world and Arch can never get there. Right. Let's just say, or he has to decide today, June 9th, Arch, you have to decide the NCAA put in some sort of crazy rule. We have, that's where he's going today, Georgia. But He's got that visit to Alabama, and then he's got that visit to Texas. And I think both of those visits are good for Texas because Saban has great things to say about Sark. Now, he's not going to promote Texas. That was my evil genius kind of, you know, fun. What if Saban decides to push him to Texas instead of Georgia? But <clears throat> I think he's going to rave, not rave, but he's going to say complimentary things about Sarkeesian and the way he runs his offense and the way he developed, helped develop his quarterbacks. Um, that's pro-Texas, right? There's nobody at Georgia that he's going to rave about. I mean, you know, obviously he coached with Kirby forever and he'll say good things about him, but that's the defensive side of the ball. It's not offense. And then Sark, with the relationship he has with the family, I think that visit's going to go very well also. Now, the question being, first of all, when should he commit? Personally, if I'm Arch Manning, I wait until the end of the football season. I want to see how many games Texas wins. I want to see how the fan base and the alumni and all the NIL people and boosters and all that stuff are treating Sark. If it's the way it was last season when they lost to Kansas and they had a horrible end of the season, I'm not going there, period, because I know he's not going to be there for me. Now, if he has a good season, a surprisingly good season, then that's the place 
I think he's most comfortable with and probably the place he would go and, and maybe even should go. It's closer to Louisiana. Uh, it's not SEC football. Doesn't have to play Ole Miss. Um, you know, there's less quarterback competition there overall. Uh, you know, I, I think that would be the choice, all things being equal. Let's say Texas won a national championship last year uh, and Alabama won it the year before, and Georgia won it the year before. Let's say they're all reigning, you know, uh, national champions in the last few years. Then you go to Texas. That's that's my choice. But I think you wait till the end of the season and see what happens. Um, and then you sort of decide because I think it's Georgia and Texas. I don't think Alabama is going to be an option here. Um, then you decide what you want to do if Texas is not progressing. You take a look at Monken. Is he going to still be there? You take a look at how the offense progressed under Monken this season with Stetson Bennett. Do you fit into that type of offense? Um, and that would be Georgia number two. Now, really, honestly, in the real world, Alabama should be number one for every kid. Just the track record, the potential to win a national championship, all that stuff, next save and blah, blah, blah. But again, the quarterback situation there is a little too deep for me. So let's say I'm Arch Manning's father, right? Imagine he would suck at football. He wouldn't be able to throw. I'll tell you that much, not with these hands. But I would say Texas. That's what I would say. But I would say don't commit in June. Do not, because we don't want to be a decommitment type of type of team. And, and, and the other thing about Texas is to the path to the SEC and the transfer portal is more open. You know, the SEC, you've got that February 1st deadline. Uh, you know, if you go to Georgia and you want to transfer to Alabama or Ole Miss or someplace, LSU, Florida, all the schools that you're sort of looking at, you're under pressure to do it quicker if you want to be immediately eligible. Whereas Texas, and again, I know they're moving to the SEC, but let's say he goes to Texas next year and doesn't like it, doesn't work out, jump in the portal, you can go anywhere you want immediately as long as you're in there by May 1st. It's just an easier path. And we could see Arch Manning at two different schools. This is something everybody needs to consider for sure that he could be a portal guy. Just happens in this day and age. Um, so I think you wait, you take your Texas visit, you see if you like it, you decide in your head kind of, okay, this is the pecking order. It's Texas, Georgia, Alabama, wait for the season to start. You're Arch Manning. You, you don't have to wait for the dominoes to fall, right? You are the domino. So you, you're going to be able to go, you know, Alabama didn't wait and they took Eli Holstein. Who cares? You could still go to Alabama and be, you're better than Eli Holstein. I think, I think you are. Um, let's say Georgia takes somebody great. Let's take, uh, say Texas gets a great quarterback. Who cares? Just wait. Um, you're not going to lose your scholarship or opportunity. This isn't like other situations where it's going to be like, well, we need your decision in June or we're going to move on and you're not going to have a spot here. There's a spot for you at all three of these schools, no matter how long you wait. So wait till December, then pick, see how Texas does. But pecking order right now, based on talking to people today is my my feeling is Texas first because they get that last visit, then Georgia next, then Alabama. And Alabama is a little bit further down. Um, but like I said, if he had to decide on June 9th, I think he would go to Georgia today. Any of that makes sense? Not bad, right? Pretty good intel. And I'm not getting this from Cooper. I'm not getting this from Arch. You know, I respect their privacy. I'm not, you know, blowing up their phones trying to get to them. 
Uh, this is from sources of sources. And that's how I get a lot of my information these days. And a lot of it's on point and accurate and some of it's wrong, but that's just the business we're in. Let's talk Notre Dame quarterback situation. How about that? Ready? So by the time you listen to this, I would assume CJ Carr uh, from Michigan will have committed to Notre Dame. Now he's a 2024 class, five-star kid, you know, top 50 overall player in the country. I love everything about him. Um, you know, from size to arm to blah, blah, blah. Now he's the grandson of former Michigan head coach Lloyd Carr. <laughs> that one's, that's a tough pill to swallow for Michigan fans, but that's where he's going to go. It's Notre Dame, it appears. Marcus Freeman is recruiting unbelievably, unbelievably. Best I've seen since I've been doing this job. I've been doing this job 25 years into the mid to late 1990s. Nobody at Notre Dame. Nobody. And I, I could name all the coaches if I wanted to. There's no point to, but nobody's done a better job early in their recruiting career than Marcus Freeman because he gets it. He gets kids. He gets the community. He's sort of, yeah, you're okay. Clemson-ish with Notre Dame. And he knows the balance of academics versus this, that, and the other, as everybody does. And he can work around those. So CJ Carr going to commit. Now, what happens to Dante Moore, the 2023 five-star quarterback. What, 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 what happens here? Well, that's the big interesting thing uh, for me is I, I think he's leaning towards Notre Dame. Now he could end up going to Michigan, um, you know, with CJ Carr there in 2024, he could end up going to Michigan, but imagine the Michigan fans, if Dante Moore, who was from MLK in Michigan and CJ Carr, who's the grandson of Lloyd Carr, both of those guys go to Notre Dame instead of Michigan. Um, and I'll tell you why one of the factors is the Harbaugh flirtation with the NFL last year. I'm sorry. It's just a factor. It just is, you know, people can deny it, but that's in people's heads. It's being used against him. He said, I'm never going to flirt with the NFL again, blah, blah, blah. No, nobody believes him. And that's a problem. He has to sit with these kids and prove to them that he's not going to sneak off to the Vikings and have another interview with somebody, you know, a team like that or do that. The, the interest in the NFL is there, you know, and compared to Notre Dame with Marcus Freeman being a new coach there, it's not. Marcus Freeman would jump to the Ohio State job, but Ryan Day's got that and he's not going anywhere. But he's not really looking at the NFL like Harbaugh is. So that's a factor. Uh, a couple other notes that I ran across today. Uh, Jaden Rashada from Pittsburgh, California. Um, he's a quarterback, four-star kid. He's going to announce June 18th. I think that's next week or the week after. I think it's going to be Ole Miss. Uh, that's my guess. Um, they took his brother out of JUCO, and I'm putting two and two together and saying when you take the brother out of JUCO, it's not exactly the biggest power five talent in the world. Good player, but not you know, listen, I've seen it through the years. I've seen a lot of kids get offered for their sibling or a lot of kids get offered for their teammate. And, and this one just sort of speaks to that. Now, I know Florida fans feel that he's going to go there. Uh, that was his favorite early, blah, blah, blah. Just a guess, but I think he's going to Ole Miss. I think Kiffin's going to get him too. Um, it is commitment time. We got a lot of commitments coming up. I'll get to that a little bit more as I dig into them. Uh, on the site, MikeFarrellSports.com, I'm going to start doing some predictions, you know, top five quarterback predictions on who's not committed and where they're going to go. Uh, we got rankings coming up in August. I hope, man, doing rankings myself is not fun, 
but it's, it's, it's better. I will say that. Um, and I've already talked about that on a podcast before, and I won't bore you with that detail. Um, but uh, what else do we have? Um, obviously, fact fiction is up every day. Uh, three point stance up every day. The, the traffic is improving. You know, I look at the analytics on a daily basis, um, and I'm pretty happy with where we're at and where we're headed. Now, it's not football season. It's not even close to football season. In fact, this is the slowest season. Uh, area as we head into July and August, that's actually when coaches can take vacations because they things slow down after summer camps. So this is not a good time for traffic, but we're doing pretty good. Um, and I think leading up to the season, we're going to be doing even better. So if you haven't checked me out uh, at M Farrell Sports on Twitter, at M Farrell Sports on Instagram, um, you could check me out on TikTok. I think it's Mike Farrell Sports there, and Mike Farrell Sports on Facebook. I think that's all I've got. Um, but yeah, please, you know, listen, introduce yourself, DM me. Yeah, I'm a fan of this team, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. You know, <clears throat> I was with a company for 24 years and I was kind of like focused on our customers. Well, I don't have customers right now. Eventually I want to have customers and that means I want to connect with people. So hit me up. Just I'll say hi. I'll say hi back. I don't bite. Um, but I appreciate you listening. This is a real quick one about Arch Manning and, and obviously the Notre Dame quarterback situation and the Michigan quarterback situation and the old Miss quarterback situation. So that's it. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.